Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Trimbers. After heading out into Long Reach proper, Gary, Yagen, and Strong head into potions and lotions. Strong heads back with a salve for Barnabas, while Yagen assaults Reclaimer Captain Logan to get himself arrested. That distraction in place, Gary then crosses the square to go find more of the people of Longreach. I do declare, Your Honor is back in session. Presently, the square is empty. You don't know for how long, but it is. And you enter Drenevere and Sons. So this is the one that is made out of, like, patchwork metal. It's very steampunky, very aesthetic. And as you come inside, it has that, like, clear, like, Home Depot. Not just the floor, but also the Home Depot-like smell. <laughs> there is a metal counter there. You see there is a full forge in the back. However, it is currently not running. It seems like it doesn't get a lot of use. And then sitting near one of the anvils, you see an old lizard folk. He has like a crest, like a lizard. It kind of looks like a mohawk, but with his age, it has begun to wilt and kind of hang down to one side. And he is rocking as he sits there in an apron with a welding mask to the side, rocking in a rocking chair. And he sees you and he goes, oh, pardon me. New customer. Welcome. I'm Drenevir the second. Pleasure to meet you. And he holds out a hand. Pleasure to meet you. Does the reverse left-handed handshake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drenevir is actually left-handed, so he holds out a left oh, hand. Oh, there we go. Left-hand shake. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, his claws, he has kind of like an iguana hand, and he, I guess he hasn't filed down his claws in a while, so his claws kind of pinch into your skin a little bit. <laughs> Hello, um... What can I do for you today? I was just, uh, honestly a little curious. Want to stop by and see what this shop's all about. I, I don't recognize you. I am new in town. Uh, uh, a resident? Uh, what brings you here? No, I am a visitor. Oh, all right. How can I be of assistance? Well, uh... Roll an insight check. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was hoping you could show me what it is you got, your services. I'm afraid I haven't received any orders from the Royal Palace, so we do not have much here. And, uh, how's business? We work when the palace demands it, so uh, not terribly busy lately. And you said you are the Trenevere? Renevere's the second, yes. Are you working alone? Uh, why is this of concern to you? Forgive me, I thought you'd be a little more busy. You seem a little understaffed. Um, no, I I manage all right here. And the name, Trenevere and Sons, you know. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's what is advertised. I'm sorry, am I not living up to your expectations? No, you are. Uh, might be exceeding them, though. Hmm. So, uh, what do I see around? You don't see much. You see a lot of, like, stands and wall mounts that you presume would be for showing off weapons or armor or what have you, but they are all pretty barren. Like, you even see the, kind of like the outline where something used to be, uh, where, like, the paint is a little paler, but the things aren't there anymore. Uh, what you do see are a couple of, like, simple shields 
and like little metal trinkets, like for decorating your house. You see like coffee pots and stuff like that, like practical things, but you're not seeing much in the way of weaponry. So uh, you only make things that you get orders for? No, when I receive a work order from the palace, uh, that is the only time I am permitted to make weaponry. No weapons allowed otherwise, huh? Correct. Mm. But you're doing okay? I'm sorry, why is my well-being your concern? Well, is it so wrong for me to wish that a stranger is doing well? Your type usually don't concern yourselves with the well-being of us peasants in the lower district. In my type, do you mean uh, a goblin? You wealthy folk, what, you think I'm a racist? No. You wealthy visitors, you come, the town makes... Forgive me, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. It's okay. Us wealthy folk do what? You give our town patronage. We are so grateful to have you here. He puts on, like, the cheesiest fucking smile you've ever seen. (laughs) Uh, I'm not a royal visitor from the royal district, you know. I am a visitor from... Not from here. Yes, well, if you have a visitor pass, then I presume you're rather wealthy, are you not? Yeah. And, uh... I was hoping that, uh... Our patronage would be... Helping you out more, but I Certainly, guess... it is very welcome. Thank you so much. Would you like to buy a coffee pot? If you want to buy a weapons, then you will have to put that in with Sir Judge King, and he will send a permit down to me, and I can work on whatever you want. Well, that seems very inefficient, doesn't it? Oh, no, it, it is the perfect system. Who am I to speak against... The wisdom of Judge King Rangar. I gotta tell you, this Rangar guy, uh, he making some amateur mistakes. Well, you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> he just stares at you. And, uh, you know, when I go into an armory, I expect fancy and very flashy weapons and armor, something that really grabs the eye, you know, and, uh, well, I can't help, like, but feel that, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of, uh, put a, a, a handicap on what's going on here, you know, you don't gotta say anything, I, uh, I just, I'm concerned. Make a persuasion check. Fuck you. It's an eight. All the time is eight to me. Does Rangon know you feel this way about him? Oh, I hope not. That guy's a bit uh, abrasive. <laughs> he, he like squints at you a little bit and he goes, So what brings you to Longreach then? Um, well, I am on vacation and I've heard of Longreach and, well, I always heard it was a nice place, but, uh, I gotta be honest, things look a little run down here. What exactly are you asking for? You're clearly fishing for something, but is it? Well, I thought maybe there would be something to buy. And just frankly, you know, like having armor and weapons hanging around in your your shop. It's like your your resume, you know. It's like, you show me what you got, you know. Roll a persuasion check. Okay, 18. In my experience, I find it useful to uh, make fair trades. If I give you an item worth two gold, then I expect you to either give me two gold or give me something of equal value. So if I were to be exposing, uh, I don't know, a secret that is potentially harmful, I think it would be uh, polite that we exchange tit for tat. Uh, So you know about how our payment works for if you decide to put it in order. Right. I hear you loud and clear. Okay. What the hell? 
without giving too many details, something may or may not happen today regarding the leadership situation. I've got a few friends. I've got eyes and ears. I know things. I see you're not happy with your business. You didn't say it, but I just have a hunch. And, uh, I would keep your eyes and ears open today and, uh, you know, if something were to go down, it could be in your favor. And you could assist or not. That's all up to you. Well, without giving too many details, I may or may not have some limited inventory in stock. And I can tell you're in the market for something. You didn't say it. I can tell. <laughs> uh, and you may choose to purchase, or you may not. Uh, can I see what you got? Can I know what you're planning? Yeah. I think the best way to go about this would be if you got a, a long bag, not a quiver, something a bit longer to hold a couple of spears, maybe more for, uh, could be for spear fishing, could be for, uh, self-defense. Well, unfortunately, with the lack of resources, I do not have that. However... And he, like, kicks a cabinet, scooches the cabinet out of the way, and then presses in a panel there and slides it. He says, with limited resources, this is all I have. And you see this thing that kind of looks like a warhammer, but it's pointed on one end like an ice pick. Okay. It has, like, this vague purple-ish shimmer over it. And he says, I call it the arcane pick. What? What does it do? Essentially for combatants or fishermen <laughs> of a magical persuasion, this weapon works just fine in combat the way a usual war pick would. However, as you cast spells, it absorbs some of that energy to then amplify its own power on the next physical attack. Wow. I do enjoy collecting things. Uh, uh, what what would you um, be willing to part with that for? 150 gold pieces. Damn. I really would love it, but I did not bring that on my person at the moment. Very nice, though. What do you have? I've got 50, and I know that's not enough. I'm sorry. It's all right. And uh, he, he closes the panel and puts the, uh, the cabinet back in place. He says, I need every cent I can get. I, I just, I can't part with it for that little. I don't blame you one bit. When I get enough, I will definitely be back for that. But don't hold it. I understand. You got to make a living. Out of curiosity, what are you carrying right now? Oh, I, I had, um, I had a scimitar and... Funny enough, on the way here, I uh, broke it in a fight. I was, uh, it's kind of why I'm a little short on cash. I was, I was mugged. Are you willing to part with 50? Oh, you don't want, you don't have to fix the scimitar. It's all right. No, but oh, I, can, I can make you something new. Oh. Mm. I just don't think I can afford it right now. That's I am very, fair. very interested in the, uh, the weapon that I totally did not see. Wink, wink. He, and he just says wink, wink. He doesn't even mm. wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will be back for that unless someone else takes it off your hands. I'm very, I'm very happy I met you today. Keep your eyes and ears out. Uh, something may go down. Do with that information what you want. I'm sorry, I just... I want to help you, but there's not much I can do. That's okay. I'll help you, my friend, as long as you keep this between us. All right. Whatever it is you're planning, the less I know probably is the better, but good luck. You won't be the first to have tried this. A lot of luck to you and your sons. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, he leaves the store. Okay. Up next, we have Arnold's Artifacts. Okay. 
Arnold's Artifacts is across the main street that runs down the middle of town. This is the most exposed crossing of the bunch. So you get the feeling this would likely be a disadvantaged stealth check to cross the street as the Garalans uh, seem to be returning from the palace. Okay, I'll hang behind Drenavir and Sons and wait for the Garalans to pass. Okay, they pass and they start patrolling. So now they're just patrolling the square. Yeah. Gary's going to cast a bonfire on top of potions and lotions in an attempt to distract and go to Arnold's artifacts. Roll a arcana check, I guess? 17. Okay, you cast a bonfire atop of potions and lotions, and I don't know how you manage it, but you make it an extra loud casting. (laughs) And then you're... Oh, for fuck's sake. Gordy! Gordy, get out of there! As they kind of run to go check that out, you get the feeling it would now be a regular stealth check to cross the street. Okay. Get out! 17. You begin crossing the street. (laughs) And as you do, you see a Goralin turn in your direction. (laughs) But what you do is you just lay flat on your stomach (laughs) into the snow, because the snow's still so thick from the blizzard that he looks up... (laughs) And then he looks away, and you finish crawling over to Arnold's artifacts. And I go inside. Yeah, you see that dusty yellow and brown building? You come in, and this kind of looks like an antique store, but imagine if, like, almost all of the antiques were gone. Just lots of, like, shelves. And a dude sitting asleep on a stool at a small counter that just takes up a little corner of the store. Mm. Gary shakes off all the snow and goes, It's warm out there. Uh, uh, sorry. Ah. Oh, you hear the back crack. Uh, welcome, welcome to Arnold's Artifacts. I'm Arnold. Um, uh, how can I be of assistance to you uh, today? Good uh, morning. Good morning. What do you have? Um, I saw the sign. I got curious. Just want to see what you got uh, in stock. Despair. Stories, old stories. Advice? A listening ear? I look around the shop. It's fucking empty, dude. Like, empty, empty, empty. It is dusty. There are cobwebs everywhere. Uh, Gary shrugs. Goes, Penny for your thoughts and gives him a gold piece. (laughs) (laughs) Um, any particular topic? Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) Uh, My apologies. I, um... I'm a bit of an expeditioner, if you will, and, uh, well, ever since a couple of changes took place in the town, I'm not really allowed to go on expeditions anymore, so I, most of my stock has been either acquired by the government or long sold. Uh, I'm largely here to appraise uh, other artifacts that the city acquires from time to time. Beyond that, I haven't had inventory in, uh, well, quite a while. <laughs> There's nothing in here. No, I'm terribly sorry to disappoint. Why, uh, how you stay open? How, why even it's, come to um, work? Well, I, I live upstairs. Um, uh. yeah, it's, uh, I'm here when King Rengar needs me. Does he ever come by? God, no. I suppose not. I've almost always exclusively dealt with the, um... Um, the... Oh. Reclaimers. Yes. Yes. Um, what is... What is Logan. There you go. What does he come here for? Your polite company? Um, no, just, uh, if and when, again, it doesn't happen terribly often, but if and when the crown, uh, comes into possession of any artifacts, uh, they bring them to me to appraise them. I... Uh, I'm very well learned, and I have a lot of experience in the field, identifying magical artifacts, and uh, I help them decipher the mysteries of the arcade from time to time. Dengar kind of sucks, huh? Are you paying me for this thought? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you don't have to say anything. No, look, I'm old. Who gives a shit? Uh, Yeah, he sucks eggs. (laughs) (laughs) 
something's gonna happen today. A change of leadership, hopefully. A friend sent me to help. And, uh, I always thought Longreach was a nice place. I've been looking around. Oh, and, it uh, was. It was. It was a great place. You should have seen this. God, 20, 30 cycles ago, it was a paradise. Now it's gone down the gutter. Well, I want to help bring it back. This uh, tyrant you have working here has got to go. So all I'm saying is um, you might want to keep your... Uh, Ears peeled and your eyes open. Well, I don't hear or see particularly well anymore, but uh, I certainly will. And uh, I'm going to change this. And he's like pointing around the rooms. I'm going to change all this. All right. Uh, This is just unacceptable, you know, and (laughs) you'll see. Well, good luck to you. And well, if you're a plant on Rengar's behalf, uh, get fucked. (laughs) Um... But if you're not, good luck. It'd be nice to be allowed to go out again. At least one last time. You don't gotta say anything. Um, you not ratting me out is uh, all the support I need, I guess, so... Oh, I will not say anything to that prick. <laughs> be careful out there. Yeah, I wish I could say more, but, uh, that That's it. Is uh, Your life's gonna change, all right, pal? <laughs> Watch out for that crowd. We'll we'll do. And he'll he'll walk out of the store. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We now have the skulking sea hag. If you're heading over, roll a stealth check for me. Yes. Thank you. Twenty-two. You see Logan and the reclaimers. One of the reclaimers is kind of haggling Gordy outside, but the other two have returned to their patrol. And uh, you manage to sneak into the Skulking Sea Hag, avoiding both of them as they pass by. And you enter into a large tavern. It is that kind of classic wooden interior. There are many, many tables, uh, many bars, but they are all presently empty, save for uh, two people in one booth that just seem to be having some coffee. They seem to be dressed in similar clothing, so it looks like probably some type of uniform. It looks very much like a breakfast before work type of situation. But behind the bar, you see a blue half-elf with a long, white, curly mustache, and he's dressed in kind of like a captain's getup. Lots of leather, a little captain's hat, and striped shirt, and some black pants and boots. Welcome! Welcome to the Skulkin Sea Hag. What can I do for you? How you doing? I'm doing quite well on yourself. It could be better, to be honest. Here, what's going on, lad? Um, well, you know everybody in town, I'm guessing, right? Someone? I, I, I would say that's a fair assumption. Yeah. And you can tell that I'm not from here. And, uh, I heard very nice stories about Longreach, and, uh, I come to this, you know? So every, every shop is out of everything, and looks kind of run down. Do you have a permit to be here, lad? Yeah. Odd. Well... What are you in town for? Oh, <laughs> I'm an author. You see, I write stories, and I came here for some inspiration. I am not very inspired. I figured I would have heard of you. Really? What do you think? You know, I only see two people eating here. Usually, when we have a special guest coming into town, we make some special preparations. Find it odd that I didn't hear about you. Didn't even... Didn't get any of the special food orders or anything. Oh, what do you have to eat? Right now, we've got potato soup, boiled eggs, or coffee. That's not so bad, I guess. How much for potato soup? Gold piece. There you go. All right. And he heads over. You see, like, there's a big kitchen in the back, but most of it is unused. And he goes to a big pot that is just kind of, like, on super low heat to keep it warm. And he pulls out this just, like, milky, white, semi-translucent, like, soupy liquid with a couple of potatoes floating in it. And you see he grabs out of a little tin some greens to, like, sprinkle over the top. And he goes, here you go, lot. I want to taste it. It tastes okay. Oh. It doesn't taste good, but it doesn't taste bad. It's just kind of inoffensive. 
not too bad. I'm not too good. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no need to pretend with me, lad. I, I know. I long for visitors, actually. I love when I get the fresh ingredients. It's just you cooking? I like just me working here. Did you name the place? I did not know this uh, skulking sea hag was here long before me. Mm. And uh, was it always like this? Uh, I'd venture to say no. I've heard it was uh, well, rather lively back in its day. Every now and then, you know, people get a little bit extra paycheck and they'll come in, get a little rowdy. Of course, can't do too much of that around here. <laughs> right. And it's just you working here, no staff. No, not uh, not unless we have visitors, which, again, I apologize. Usually we would have spruced the place up a bit. They would have oh. sent me a couple extra staff members. But... Well, I, uh, every tavern has rumors and gossip, right? What can, uh, what can you lay on me while I enjoy this fine uh, potato and liquid? Well, you know what they say, lad. Um, they say... Uh, uh, money talks. Oh, right. Gives a gold piece. <laughs> he looks down at it, and he looks back up at you. Um, whoops, another gold piece. <laughs> Very generous tip, lad. Uh, whoops, another gold piece. <laughs> Are we going to keep doing this one by one? What do you want? It's fine. Just buy a cup of coffee off of me. All right. Three gold. There you are. So, you're here on permit, you say, right? Yeah, that's right. Have you ever met King Rengar? In the uh, flesh, I mean. In the flesh, no. I've been with the officials, you know. Well, I'd give you one gold piece back if you come and confirm this rumor for me later. Takes it with a grain of salt, lad. But there'll be a bit of a rumor, a conspiracy, if you will... That Judge King Rengar, he looks around, he, lo he eyes the two people in the bar, leans in and he goes, is actually long dead. No one in the lower district has seen him for years. There be whispers that someone else be pulling the strings in the royal palace. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Thank you very much. This is very good soup. And he stands up. <laughs> We're halfway there. What do you say to that, Hydro Pants? This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the halftime song. Hey, hey, I see you putting up the frickin' Christmas tree already before we even had a, a month of thanks. All right? I'm sick of this. People people skipping this holiday like it, like it doesn't matter. All right? It's about family. It's about eating to your heart's content. And, and damn it, it is a holiday. All right? I mean, you know, there's, Christmas has its time, but... but but we, we're still going to be thankful for things, right? And, and you know, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for, 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 the, for the Witcher series that we've got on Beyond D&D. In fact, I have a little clip for you. And if you want access to this or all of our other shows on uh, Patreon.com slash Drimbus, you simply got to become a patron. And we got tons of exclusive bonus content. Here we go. I'm just going to play the clip now. What about Team Gar? It's all of our first letters of our names put together into a word with the leaders. And I turn to Andrea and wink first letter at the front. Eh? Oh, I, I have no skin in this game, honestly. Um, I was about to say the Buccaneers. I couldn't care less about this. I like Team Gar. Like a garfish, like an alligator gar. We could be the rags. Oh, now I have skin in the game. There's nobody with an S. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, oh, there is blood snout. Yeah, we got snout with us. 
I'm imagining the registration dude is just staring at us. Yeah, Merrick is looking back and forth, kind of like tapping his foot a little bit. Ralgar, as leader, is making an executive decision. He turns to the busker and goes, we're going to be Team Gar. Thank you. Team Gar. Alrighty, let me get that down here. With a double R, because there's two R names. Double R, alright. Wow. You forgot blood snow. It's actually true. What about Team Garbs, so we don't forget blood snow? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> team Garb. Team Garb. I can't we do right. anything right. Put that down. Oh, we could also be Team Grab. <laughs> um, that has an interesting, um, I, you know... Just leave it at Gob. <laughs> All right. And you see, like, the dwarf has had to, like, write it and then scribble. Oh, now, wasn't that lovely? You see, we can be thankful. I'm thankful for the Witches series. I'm thankful for Beyond D&D. But most importantly, I am thankful for all of you lovely people. And I don't mean to sound patronizing. <laughs> But if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash Drimbus and become a patron. Of course, we are thankful for all of you, no matter what. Even just you sitting there being beautiful and listening is a tremendous help and a huge support. And we really, really are thankful for it. And we love all of you. I'm going to read a list of people now. Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Clara Jean Kelly, November Sky, John Mitchell, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Conair on DVD, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Rue Thanatos, Morgan Law. Trip, Will Helmina Fox, Stoner Panda, Melissa Rain, Hensational, Aaron Savania, Butts of Plenty, The Lone Trumpeter, Uvula Nutria, Normally Me, Dane Kohlhoff, and Loon. Thank each and every one of you for your continued support. We are always thankful for it. All right, that's it for me. Fast and easy one today. Just sometimes you just got to rip it off like a band-aid so we can get right back into the show. All right. Uh, and he's like, um, yeah, I'll figure that out for you. And, uh, he's gonna walk to the back to people drinking coffee or whatever. Yeah. What do you guys, uh, what do you think about the soap? You see their hands are splayed out on the table. They seem to be in the middle of something, and both of them just stab a knife into the table and go, it's all right. Oh, you guys are playing, um... Five finger filet, yeah. Who's winning? Oh, uh... Let's see, he's got a bloody pinky, uh, I've got a bloody index finger, so I'd say we're about tied. What are you playing for? Fun. Feel alive. You, you're not wagering? That's, a. Uh, it's not allowed here, buddy. Really? Betting. Mm-mm. Oh, well, that, that's just unfortunate. <laughs> you're telling me, man. You guys, uh, about to go to work with those bloody fingers? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll wrap him up before we go. Where are you working at? Same place most people do. For the city. Shoveling snow today. In, um, in the underhand? No, no. Uh, we're, uh, we're shoveling snow off of the, the roads around here. In the, uh, lower district? Yep, yep. Right up towards the upper district, but, uh, not inside. Granted, the upper district doesn't get snowed on, you know. Is that good money? It's good work? It's... Same living everyone else makes. As long as I don't end up in underhand, I'm happy. Everyone else? Yeah, you know. Pretty much everyone who works here works for the crown some way, shape, or form. I see. I guess you don't like it, do you? I mean, it's fine. I got nothing to complain about. Nothing to write home about either, but... It's just the way it is, I guess. You never, um... Aspired for something more, maybe? They both just kind of look at you and, like, suck in their cheeks a little bit, like... Um... Sorry, sorry, pal, uh... I I think we gotta be going. All right, then, you know. Some people just 
comfortable with simple lives, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. You know, we all have our own opportunities and such. He pulls the knife out of the table and holds it to your gut, and he says, what are you getting at? I may or may not know about another occupation. He slowly pushes his knife in. He holds it firm. He holds it firm. Roll a strength contest. (laughs) That is a 19. You go to push on the knife, and he goes to grab your wrist, and you just, like, overpower him enough to lower the knife away. And he sees your clawed hand, and he kind of, like, brings his hands away from you. What are they paying you? Enough to get by, barely. I'm gonna need to know digits. Ten gold a week. Mm. Give you 15 each, you work for me. Doing what? Mercenary work. They look to the counter. They see that he's watching. They look back at you. Can he hear us, though? Probably not. But he can clearly see that, you know, they've stood up and you guys are, like, talking by the booth. Roll a persuasion check. 14. I'm gonna need details. It's an intro. It's a different kind of job. Mercenary work. You kind of do what you want, but, um... When you're on the call. I know what mercenary work means. I mean, what job are you trying to hire us for? My self-defense. Against? Anything. Anyone. You know, bodyguards. You trying to get us to skip town? Special kind of bodyguard. I actually want you to stay in town. You know we're not allowed to work unless we've been assigned to the job. I'm not looking to get thrown in the underhand. Here's the best part about my job. You continue doing the one you have now and you can do mine on top of it. I want you to keep shoveling, doing your thing. Then, uh, when you call to action, you, uh, turn into a bodyguard. Just like that. Roll another persuasion. Ten. Look, buddy, I'm sorry, but we gotta get to work and I don't have a death wish. Nice talking to you. Yeah, well, hope it gets better for you guys. Us too. We'll just walk out of the Skulking Sea Hag. You walk out of the Skulking Sea Hag basically right behind them, and you see Reclaimer Captain Logan and now both of the Growlins walking around. I'm on the lookout for any cranium rats. <laughs> you do see a cranium rat uh, sneaking across the main square. Oh, uh, shit. Is it looking at me? Yep. I'm going to beckon the rat. It comes to you. How's it going, Ray? Uh, I think... Uh, Yagin's in big trouble. I don't know. What's going on with him? Why is that? Apparently, the King Rengar, no one's actually ever seen him. Everyone always deals with Logan. Logan might be the actual guy in charge. You think so? It's possible. I'm not 100%. So I'm worried. You gotta let me know what's going on with Yagin. Okay, I'm going to... Shit, shit, shit. That's not good. What? No, just just that. That's not good. (laughs) Um, I am going to, if it's all right with you, I'm going to go to the hold now. Um, I'll see if I can't get him a set of keys, at least check out the situation, make sure he's all right. And then I'll regroup with you, yes? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, how's Barnabas doing? The coughing fit seems to have ceased, but, uh, not necessarily much better. All right. All right. I'll go to checking out LRU. <laughs> all right. All right. Good luck. Good luck. You too. All right. And you see the rat like scurrying quickly up the path. Now it's time to make my way to LRU. Give me that stealth check. 19. You successfully make it past Logan and the two Goralan reclaimers. You are in the red hot danger zone right now because you are close enough that they could potentially see you. Plus you have the like four Goralans at the entrance of town. If you roll this disadvantage stealth check, you can hopefully leave town and go over to LRU. So there's the entrance, and then what? There's a fence or a yes. wall? Yes, there's a fence all the way around. So basically, you can do what you did the night of the blizzard, where you are basically trying to sneak under the fence, like lifting it up and crawling under. The thing is, you no longer have the cover of the blizzard, so it's going to be a little easier to spot you. How far is that fence? You're pretty close to it right now. Mage Hand is going to start digging under that fence. Okay. I'm going to say it can do it. It starts shoveling (laughs) snow. (laughs) 
Roll and let me see. It lasts for a minute. Okay, roll an arcana check. This is a tall order to accomplish in one minute. So we'll see how well you do based on the arcana check. 12. You manage to clear out all the snow and you begin getting at the actual dirt and then your casting ends. Oh, I see this dirt underneath. Okay. I will cast Unseen Servant, which mm. lasts for one hour to continue the digging. <laughs> okay. Roll a stealth check with advantage for me. Cool. That's 22. Okay. Your unseen version of little bitch boy Thomas begins <laughs> digging a tunnel, and somehow the Guralans do not notice the dirt being thrown over its shoulder as it digs out a very small tunnel. Okay. And now I will use that to sneak under the fence and head to LRU. Okay. Because of this clever usage, no disadvantage. You're just going to be rolling against their perception since they're actively watching. So give me a flat stealth check. That's a 19. As you're going under, you hear the chain link fence go just a little bit. Logan doesn't see you. The two walking with him don't see you. The two of the Garalans closest to you don't see you. You're coming out near their feet. But the two on the other end seem to be just looking in that direction just enough to see it shake and you And they draw the attention of the two other closest to you and they turn and catch you just fucking half your butt still under the fence as the four come out to surround you. They start uh, shouting out and you see Logan and the other two from behind you come and surround you basically by the fence. And Logan looks down at you and says, Well, what do we have here? Ah, I'm a little stuck. I can see that. You're not a citizen of long reach. I'm lost, no. I'm gonna have to ask you to come with me. And he grabs your feet in one hand and like (laughs) yanks you out from under the fence. (laughs) All right, on your feet. You're gonna have to put me down first. He puts you down. Head first though. All right. What's your name, boy? Ray. What are you doing in Long Reach? I was just visiting and uh, I lost, to be honest. All right. You're coming with us. Adios, men. And you see the ones that were by the gate kind of go back to their positions. Two of them go and start patching the hole that you dug under the fence. And he takes you. He activates magical restraints on the backs of your hands, like the ones that the reclaimers elsewhere have used on you before. And he says, You're going to go present before Judge King Rengar. We'll see what he has to say about your visit. And he begins walking you up towards the palace. Uh, As soon as you leave the main square, you are walking with just reclaimer Captain Luke. Hey, just tell him I'm an author here and, you know... Yada yada, looking for my papers. Yeah, you could have done a better job of selling that story. I was trying to get into LRU. What's going on with that? What are you trying to do in LRU? Well, who's there? Maybe they can help. They're a bunch of students. Yeah, students have brains. They can help. <laughs> I thought we had a planning place already. Or the seaport. What about them? Seaport's all my guys. You're not going to get much help there. Did you manage to speak to any of the uh, townsfolk? Yeah. Who? Uh, oh, I forgot their names. Um, there were there were guys in the um, the Skulking Sea Egg. The barkeep. And a couple guys there too. Uh, just working, you know. What they look like? Big guys. You know, they bought a coffee. Roll a deception check for me. Shit. Three. Uh, he kind of shoves you and he says, "Don't bullshit me." I need to know who's in on this with us. Right. Um, well, I don't know the names. Um, but they were those two big guys drinking coffee. They were playing a knife game. You see them, they have these bloody hands. And, uh, who's, who works at the shop? What's his name? The blue guy. Carlisle. Yeah. He wasn't fucking much help, though. Okay. Well, I guess you're going to have to be okay with doing this on your own, then. Those are the only people you manage to speak to. And you walk on. Reclaimer Captain Logan takes you up on a long, winding path to the upper district. And as you finally enter, you are now under the giant frozen hand. You enter the royal district. 
Everything here is pristine and beautiful, but very, very empty. There is a grand gushing fountain and various luxurious estates. All throughout the center square, you see stone statues littered about of people in various poses. They're gorgeous and really lifelike, a little too much so. Their eyes seem to follow you around. Jesus Christ. As you walk through, you hear a distinct squeaking. Scurrying behind a statue is a rat with an exposed brain. Then you hear in your head, All right, Ray, I got a key over to Yagin. The conditions are horrifying. And there is a heavy reclaimer presence. He told me to come keep an eye on you in case you need help. What do you think I should do? Definitely gonna need your help here in a second. Uh, Logan's getting a little too nosy. I got a few guys in town to help, but I didn't tell them who. And I don't even know if they're really coming, to be honest. But, uh, I think this whole handcuffing thing is unnecessary. And, uh, things can get hairy. We'll see what happens. I'm going right now to the palace. I could try. try, try, try. Tell me what you want me to do. I could go help Yagen. I could move alongside you in case you need me, or I can go and try and pass a message along if you give me descriptions. Ah, you might have to hang with me for a sec, man. All right, I'll move with you. And you push on through the district, past the statues, past the fancy residences, past the fountain. Finally, you arrive at a palace-like entrance. Garalans make way for you and open the absurdly tall doors. Logan leans in and says, Here we are, the royal palace. Good luck, Ray. I hope you know what you're doing. A crimson velvet carpet lines the walkway through the marble halls full of antiques and artwork. The carpet splits into three walkways. One leads to a solid gold door that is obviously a throne room. A large garalan stands guard to the left of it. The right passage leads to a smaller door, and the left leads to a similar door, guarded by two Garalans. Suddenly, another Garalan comes running up from behind you. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Shit. The palace is just through that door. Judge King Rengar is in there, and I'll be back momentarily. He releases the restraints on you. You! Reclaimer Captain Logan gestures to one of the Garalans by the door on the left. Escort Gary to the king. And Reclaimer Captain Logan jogs out the door with the Garalan he was speaking to. Uh, um, um, Strong, find out what the... Find out what's going on with them. You want me to follow them? Yeah. Are you sure Sure, you're about to enter the throne room? I know. I can help you or I can help them. I can't be in two places at once. What do you think I should do? Find out what's going on with them, then come back to me. If I'm not here, I'm probably in the cell or the underhand. All right. All right. All right. Good luck, Ray. You too. And he leaves. <laughs> so you see one of the Garalans from the door on the left come around to you and grab you by the bicep, basically. And he begins walking with you towards that middle passage where the large Garalan stands guard at the throne room entrance. You going in? Yeah, he's got me grabbed, so. Okay. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Benetados as Gary Mogbaha. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. 
Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Mount Absalom, a community, a heritage, a home. The green jewel in the majestic crown of Ohio. For 200 years, Mount Absalom has been a place to play. N32. Bingo! A place to learn. For in thy green and growing arms, we have everything we need. All right, now let's get out our math homework. A place to work. Here at the Celery Bottling Works, we produce over 2,000 bottles of celery soda every day. A place to raise a family. Ah! It's a girl. It's a place of history. And here we have the barrel of whiskey that Confederate soldiers stole from Mount Absalom patriot Amelia Pleasance during Morgan's raid. And of course, a place of celery. 201st Celery Festival, I dub thee Open! Mount Absalom is the perfect place for making memories. For making memories. For making memories. For making memories. Make your memories with us. Make your memories here. With Absalom. Paid for by the Delphi Quarter of Mount Absalom and Celeric Bottling Works. Refreshing Celeric Soda and Diet Celeric Soda. <sighs> Midwestern Gothic Mystery. Learn more at unwellpodcast.com.